episode three. Uno dos tres. Yeah. So the first two episodes were, I feel like, somewhat funny and lighthearted. Yeah. To an extent. I mean, we definitely still weren't our, like, full-on dummy selves. This episode, well, hold on. Let me first start off by saying, like, we want our podcast to be funny and just us in general. But a big part of us is kind of a heavy topic but I feel like these types of things I not enjoy enjoy is not the word I like to talk about this because we're talking about cancer okay I'm very open about the passing of my mom and we'll get into it in this episode but she did pass away from cancer it's been almost three years I am very open about it and I feel like I am able to talk about it very clearly. For me, it is nice to feel like through my struggle, if I'm able to help people and have people kind of relate to me, because let's be honest, so many people are affected by it. Right. And it's just such a, unfortunately, a common thing these days and I just feel I it's a hard topic because um Taylor just recently is affected by it in a very close to home way so I'll just let you yeah and who would have thought yeah who would have thought that what three years ago Mm -hmm. I would have been going to you for advice Mm mm-hmm um, this is something that I haven't gone public with mm-hmm. and I'm like in the true like midst of it. Mm-hmm. My, um, whole world was completely flipped upside down this summer. It was something that I couldn't even talk about. It's something that I couldn't even, if something popped up on my phone, I couldn't even watch it. If I watched something that even pertain to the c word Mm -hmm. i would scroll past and be like if i watch it it's going to affect me right and it's crazy that our minds think that i'm literally shaking right now i'm not gonna lie um it's a topic that i have not talked publicly about it's a topic that i'm not used to talking about right it's a topic that i literally have been terrified to even like think about Mm mm-hmm It's something that I couldn't even say out loud. The C word is what I used to call it. Cancer. It's just something that you never thought that would affect you. Yeah. It's, in my opinion, the most terrifying thing. And I remember when, it's crazy. We we talked about in our previous episode, or maybe it was the one that, um messed up but we did talk about how we have a bad memory but these moments are something that I can never forget and these moments live so vividly in my head and it's like the moments I wish didn't live so vividly in my head but I can remember so clearly just from the beginning of my mom's journey through the end and I remember when she found out I was with her because she actually went to the hospital for a kidney stone. So she thought. And I remember she called me. And I was a hairstylist at the time. I was on the way to work. And she called me and she was like, 
I'm going to, I just wanted to let you know, I'm going to the hospital because I have a kidney stone. Like she's had kidney stones before. She knew what it felt like. She knew what it was. She was like, I'm going to the hospital. Like, don't worry. I just wanted you to know. And I was like, you're not going to the hospital alone. Like I'm, I'll just call out of work. Like I'm coming. I don't care what they say. I'll be there. Met her at the hospital. We spent, um, a couple hours in the hospital. They did like scans and stuff like that. And I remember we were laughing and joking as we always did. My mom was my best friend, best friend. Like I am her like crazy. Um, if anybody knows my mom, it's like, I'm a spitting image of her personality, even looks like we just were on the same wavelength at all times. Yeah. And I remember we had such a, we were just goofing off in the hospital and then it got very serious um, and I remember they came back and the doctor came in and we could just tell, like, it was like, oh, wait, okay, what's going on? And it was a scan and he showed that there was a very large thing that wasn't supposed to be there. And we just knew. And that from that day, my world was just, what? I was like, maybe... 20 at the time or something like that. I can't remember 19 or 20, something like that. And if you've ever been through it before, it's just like, kind of like you're kind of, it's almost like you don't even know what's going on. It's hard to explain, but it's just kind of like you start running on a different speed. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to that, like to know Sandy is to know her and Mm -hmm. she was the most amazing person yeah inside and out Mm -hmm. um it was a blessing if you knew her Mm -hmm. but when you're going through something like that you almost don't realize what you're going through until Mm -hmm. after the fact and I remember when I called Erica and she was almost like probably calling 911 she was like what is wrong are you okay I couldn't even talk I just remembered that she had been through the same thing that I was currently going through I just called her and had a breakdown and Mm -hmm. she was like what you're going through currently is going to be the hardest thing you go through yeah that initial shock that initial like why me why them Mm -hmm. moment so I don't know if you said no um who are you gonna say yeah so I'm an only child and my father was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer this year and it has been a like complete just shock to me and my mother and I could go on and on about different things like having young children with it and having a mom that is going through it alone and watching my father go through it. And it's something you just never wish anything upon anyone. And it is a very isolating situation and something that no matter who is there putting their shoulder for you to cry on, you feel so alone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Erica is someone that I have been able to, confide in mm-hmm. she's been through it unfortunately yeah with a parent and I went through it for almost a week without telling you 
-hmm. And then I was like, like this epiphany moment. And I was like, wait, like I have someone so close to me that has been through this. Mm -hmm. And why have I not reached out to her? Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't want to believe it. And if you kind of like, once you say it or, and you tell somebody it's like, okay, this is real. But in these moments, it's so important to have a support system and especially somebody who knows what you're going through. Like I, like you said, what I can say is it's going to be the hardest time of your life, but you're going to get through it and he's going to get through it for anything in life. Maybe it might not be cancer or if you're just going through a hard time, it's hard, but to try to remember in moments like this, that as cheesy as it sounds or whatever, you know, you have all these questions like, why me? Why him? Why her? Why is this happening? You know, I'm supposed to believe in this higher power, but why me? What have I done to deserve this? As hard as it is, you have to just kind of try and I say this now, but it, I, I wasn't good at this when it was happening to me. But you have to kind of just try to say everything does happen for a reason. And this is just a bump in the road, a big bump, you know. But it's hard. It's it's so hard because no, nothing makes sense, you know. But there are so many people who feel the way that you do right now. There's so many people who are going through similar situations maybe it's not cancer maybe it's you know so many other things but every thing like this is going to unfortunately make you stronger a lot of people may not know or may know I went through a very hard time with my son and mm -hmm. even knowing the circumstances that I went through with him I know that there's people out there that went through way worse and that's kind of what me and my husband live by is there's someone always out there that is going through worse and it's kind of what, what got us through mm -hmm. our situation with our son yeah and we think whoever out there that what our son had was what he did mm -hmm. and looking back when we overcame what he went through I never thought I would ever feel those things again yeah. I never thought that I would ever have to go through something like that. It's just back to what I said. You don't think you'll ever go through something mm -hmm. like this. And granted, you're supposed to go through life like that. You're supposed to go through life with holding nothing back. Right. With living. going. Yes. Living the fullest. Going through life like nothing is ever going to affect you and living to the fullest. But when it does happen it hits yeah. you so hard. I will say where I am today and I know I am in literally the mints of it and I yeah. am in probably a part that isn't even the hardest. Unfortunately, things like this do kind of put things into perspective and it kind of makes you like take a step back and be like, whoa, okay, what's important in my life? Absolutely. And what do I need to be putting my energy towards? Yes. Because... A lot of times we're going through life and we're just living each day as if we're promised 100 years, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like you kind of sometimes take situations for granted. Things like this are going to happen in life. It's life. It's like we're not promised tomorrow. And we're human. We sit here. We're on social media. Mm -hmm. 
we worry about this and we worry about that. We worry about what we look like, Mm -hmm. what people are thinking about us. And when something like this happens and a close one gets diagnosed with cancer or you have a baby with a birth defect or anything, anything that is significant to your life that throws a wrench at it, it makes you sit down and think, does all this even matter? Right. And it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is the people that feel like home. And at the end of the day, what makes you happy, Mm -hmm. who you're spending it with, it just really puts it puts things into perspective it really does and like you said the day-to-day things in life that everybody worries about I mean I'm I'm you know a victim to that even just looking a certain way and like um you know just the dumbass things it's like none of that shit fucking matters Mm -mm. and you know even me I lost my mom my best friend still sometimes I'm like Ew, wait, did that really happen? Did that did that actually happen? Can I really not just call her right now and this was all just a dream? Yeah. And it's, I feel like it definitely made me, it made me who I am today, made me a, like so strong, so much stronger. You know, I try to just put things into perspective, like, because I've been through the why. Why? The, the one person you weren't supposed to take, you took her. And sometimes I just have to find the silver lining And be like, you know, maybe I wouldn't have Sky if my mom wasn't up there making things happen. God knew he needed her. And, you know, take God out of it. Whatever you believe in. It's just, I feel like you just have to sometimes think, what's the reason for this? And even if it doesn't make sense, you just have to sometimes in these situations try to find the good as hard as it is. A hundred percent. Yes. And like I said, it's so easy for me to say this now. It's been three years and I still struggle. God every day I've been in therapy on and off my mind is fucked at times yeah like I've struggled hearing you talk about it that's exactly where I'm at I'm training for a half marathon I'm about six weeks out from the race it's probably the only reason I'm going to cross that finish line is because of my father it's the only reason I've been running it's the only reason I have wanted to commit to it Mm -hmm. lately Um, It's the only therapy that I've had, but it's so true. In the midst of it, you question why. Right. Why them? Why me? Yes. Why my dad? Yes. Why my mom? And unfortunately, it's the one thing out of many that we can connect on. Mm -hmm. And I just wish it was something that we didn't have to. It's a shitty connection. Yeah. You know, it's Such like a shitty connection. Great. Thanks a lot for this connection. But, but it's also I wouldn't want to go through this with any other advice but from you. Yeah. And I just hate that you had to go through it alone. And I mm-hmm. hate that it was through a time that we hadn't reconnected yet. Mm-hmm. And of course I sent all of my prayers and condolences mm-hmm. and all of that during the time but I just wish I was more present Mm -hmm. because it's true when you haven't gone through it you don't understand you don't get it yeah it's just something that I just wish we never had to go through it's such a heavy thing yeah 
it's such a heavy thing. In the process of going through this, you really learn to kind of reconnect with the people who mean most to you and who truly matter. And you also realize who's truly there. Right. My father is someone that in a perfect world and in his in his perfect world my mom and I would be the only ones to know. Unfortunately, this is a disease that affects everyone around Mm. it. It's hard. I've had to tell a couple people and you just, you really realize who's in your circle and you really realize who's there for you. And I shout out to my husband Mm -hmm. because if it weren't for him, I don't know where I would be after all of this. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, going through what I went through with my mom really did make me so aware of like you said you really realize who's there for you and it made me so just like I don't know I'm somebody who and this is how my mom was this is where I get it from I the people who I love I'm like I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about you I'm constantly thinking about you how's your dad how's you know um, stuff like that. So in my head, I'm like, if someone cares about me, they'll check on me. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't think that's high expectations. I think that that's just, you know, human decency, especially for people who claim to be so close to you. Um, and I think that that is another thing that is, um, almost a blessing And this. It's not a blessing that you want, you know, but like in times like this, it's like, oh, you don't really care for me like you say you do. And it's nice to weed those people out because in times like this, you really realize y'all don't matter. It's unfortunate that those things kind of come to light in this, but it's also a blessing. I'm glad you said something about that because I feel like the midst is like literally the topic Mm -hmm. or everything I've been talking about or just the word of the episode. Mm -hmm. But like it is my life right now and it's all I can ever think of. And I'm glad you brought it up because you really do. You figure out who's really there for you. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you shouldn't have to think of. It's something you shouldn't have to. It shouldn't even be on your mind when it comes to this topic or something traumatic happening in your life, whether it's cancer or not. You shouldn't have to worry about who's in your corner or not. Mm -hmm. But you do. But you do. You do. And who checks in on you and who's constantly asking if you're okay. Mm -hmm. Because in this situation, you know, it's your dad, but it affects you. A lot of people, you know, forget that you're in this just as much as he is. I mean, he's no doubt. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. You know, watching my mom, what she went through. I don't even know how I can talk about it the way that I do because it was very traumatizing. And like I said, I've been in therapy a lot because of it. But for some reason, I can talk about it with a clear mind in a way. It's hard on you. It was hard on me. So that being said, you know, if you have somebody in your life who's struggling and you care about them, be there for them, you know, and you'll never understand how much a simple, how are you doing? Yes. Goes so far. In this society, picking up your phone and texting a friend, no matter what they're going through, cancer or not, texting them as simple as, how are you? How are you doing? 
is there anything I can do for you? Right. Whether you're states away, it just goes so far. It does. Especially with someone that's going through something very traumatic. It's just mind-blowing to me that people can't pick up a phone and text something or call someone and just say, hey, how are you doing? Talk to me. Just vent to me. Mm -hmm. What are you going through? Can I help you with anything? Like check on your people. It's not hard. You pick up your phone all the time. You scroll through Instagram. You scroll through Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. If you care about someone, text them. Call them. It's not that hard. See, I I have a thing where I say I shouldn't have to ask. You know, you shouldn't have to tell somebody, hey, I need this from you. I live by that. My therapist said to me one time, maybe I should take your advice, but I don't give a fuck. She was like... (laughs) Do you, because I say, I try to be there for the people I love. Some people in my life, I don't feel the reciprocation. And she was like, have you told them? And I'm like, I don't want to have to tell them. No one has to tell me. You shouldn't have to. You know, you shouldn't have to tell people, hey, hey, check in on me. And just because you're not the type of person to talk about feelings Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't check in on someone that you care about right no 100 percent. and I think you were saying like even if you're not going through you don't have to have a cancer diagnosis in your family to like check in on your friend and be like what's up how are you doing how's life because you know what everybody's going through shit everyone some people have it worse than others some people are dealing with situations like you some people are dealing with situations that are fucking awful some people might just be stressed the fuck out for no damn reason check in on your people yes people will show their true colors and i hate that you're going through what you're going through i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy especially not you yeah i'm just glad that through all of this, unfortunately, I can relate to you and feel like I can be there for you as much as I can. I wish I could, you know, just click my heels and it would all be gone. I wouldn't the government love that. That would be cool, you know. I wish that we could like reincarnate my mom and Oh my god, Sandy. My mom was I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I'm just I, I literally it's every single day. I'm like why is she not here? She'd be so proud of you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So proud it's of hard, you. but just be there for your people. I love you. I'm always here for you. You're going to get through this. Your dad's going to get through this. Yeah. It's just a big old bump, you know? A little speed bump. It's just a big old fucking bitch in the fucking road. We were going 80 miles an hour. Now we're going a little 45, but we'll, we'll get back to 90. He's going to get there. He's strong. Yeah. And one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about this was because we are so transparent and like open. It just wouldn't make sense as it being such a huge part of our, both of our lives now that we wouldn't speak about it. And I feel like it kind of helps people get to know our hearts and we've been through some real shit. It's not all just like dumb. Yeah. We've been through some hard, hard stuff and we're surviving. we're currently going through it we're we're surviving we're and doing it everyone is no yeah. matter what you're going through in life no matter how big or small it is however big you think it is mm-hmm. in your particular life check in on your people if you care about them call them up mm-hmm. text them yeah it goes such a long way it really does yeah it really does and i love you i love you too 
Aww. always this is a heavy episode mm-hmm. but it needed to be done Woo! yay okay we're done being sad so let's go eat some sober. hibachi <laughs> okay